Members, what it be, baby? Hey, oh, ho, woo, okay, stank. You jumping in on my energy, yeah, I putting like some it. stank on it. And I have the I energy did. because it is so well, you know what? Shit, we might we might as well have to rebrand this a little bit because we, we used to say that E3 was basically like the Super Bowl of gaming, but we ain't got E3 no more. No, now we actually have so, something similar to a Super Bowl. So, the Super Bowl of gaming at this point is the Game Awards, and the Game Awards 2023 nominees have now finally dropped. Yes. So we're, that's what this episode is going to be based on. We're going to go through all the categories. We're going to go through all of the nominees. We are going to pick who we think wins. Wes already has the the uh, the word doc loaded up and ready to roll. So, so that way we can find out who We'll find right. out. We're going to have to we're gonna have to look back because I don't even remember Hello. the last couple of years, and we've done this every time. Oh, yeah, we've been... Yeah, we haven't been right on a lot of them. Um... <laughs> I just want to know. I'm just curious to know, like, who who got the most. Uh, do you want me to start this off, or do you want to start it off? Uh, yeah, you can start off. All right. So we're gonna st- we're gonna start from how they have the awards listed last uh, to first. The first being Game of the Year. Obviously, that's the big one. So we don't want to start with that. So we are going to start with the nominees for Best Esports Event, which is uh, an award that recognizes an event across single or multiple days that delivered a best of class experience for participants and the broadcast audience. The nominees are. The 2023 League of Legends World Championship, Blast.TV Paris Major 2023, EVO EVO 2023, the International Dota 2 Championships 2023, and the Valorant Champions 2023. I am going right off the rip, and I'm going 2023 League of Legends. Okay. Because I know for at least the last couple years, I am pretty sure League of Legends has been the most popular esports game. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it was in 2023. I'm pretty sure it was in 2022. I uh, before then, I'm I'm not so sure. But so right, I'm gonna so go with I'm gonna go with League of Legends. I'm gonna go with Evo, and the main reason I'm going with Evo is that I'm and it's funny because I'm going off it just off of a maybe thing because like I'm pretty sure they're I'm pretty sure it was done in Japan, and you I mean I know that Adrian had you I mean he had some skin in the game with uh you mean checking it out and mm. seeing what was going on. So yeah, yeah, I'm going to run with the Evo. Okay. All right, so next one we have is the best esports coach. Um, the best esports coach is judged to be the most outstanding for uh, performance and conduct in 2023. Again, we will reiterate to y'all, anything esports, we really don't know shit. We honestly don't. But congratulations to everybody who got nominated. You might as well use their nicknames. Yes. So uh, and, we and, are, and what team they're from. Yeah, so we're going to go with uh, Potter, who is from the Evil Geniuses for Valorant. You got a Zonic? Probably Zonic. Zonic, um, who is on Team Falcons for Counter-Strike. You got Gunba, who is on the Florida Mayhem for Overwatch. Why the why this motherfucker got to be so Elon Musk on this shit? Like, just, the, just the letters. XTQZZZ, which is Team Vitality for Counter-Strike. And then good old home. Home, hom, homie, one of those. Yeah, uh, for DJ, for JD Gaming, for League of Legends. Uh, I am going to go. I'm going to go with uh, Potter, just because it's the only woman there, and I don't know anything about this stuff. So I'm going to try to go ahead and use a little bit of logic here. Now, while I want to go with the guy from League of Legends, because I just said they're the most popular, I was about to say, you did just say that that was going to win. Doesn't necessarily mean he's the best coach. 
So I know Overwatch is also quite popular, so I'm going to go with Gumba. All right, we got the Gumba. We do. All right, and moving on, we have a couple more for esports. So it's the best esports team, recognizing a specific esports team, not the full organization, judged the most outstanding for performance and conduct in 2023. You have uh, two from Valorant. You have Evil Geniuses and Fnatic. Uh, Dota 2, you have the Gaming Gladiators. Uh, JD Gaming for League of Legends and Team okay. Vitality for Counter-Strike. I'm going to go Evil Geniuses. I was thinking that just because I already picked um I already picked a uh, Potter for the um for uh, the coach. Yeah, yeah I'm going so evil, I'm made... going Evil Geniuses for Valorant. That's that's what I'm going for. Um real quick, do me a favor. Look up the uh Fnatic team. Are they for like so it just pops in my head. Are they like they're not from Philly, are they? Tell you in a second. All right. London. Based okay. in London. Yeah. Would have been cool. Yep. All right, Ooh. I'm going to run with the same ones, you. Evil geniuses. Done. All right, so next up, we have uh, best eSport athlete. The eSport athlete judged... Yeah, the eSport athlete judged to be the most outstanding for performance and conduct in 2023, irrespective of the game. So you have Faker from League of Legends, Zaiwoo from CSGO, I think it's Counter-Strike, mm -hmm. uh, Demon1 for Valorant, Hydra from Call of Duty, you have Ruler from League of Legends, and Imperial from Apex Legends. Hmm. Um, I think I'm I think I'm just gonna try to find the coolest name. And I think Imperial is probably spelled the best way. I'm not gonna lie, I thought you were gonna go Hydra. I I mean look, I was thinking it. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Ruler from League of Legends. Alright, so the last category that we have for esports is the esports game of the year. Best esports game. So for the game that has delivered the best overall esports experience to players, inclusive of tournaments, community, uh, I'm sorry, inclusive of tournaments, community support, and content updates, irrespective of game or platform, your choices are Counter-Strike 2, Dota 2, League of Legends, PUBG Mobile, and Valorant. No surprise here, I'm going to go League of Legends. Yeah, that makes sense. Um... I am going to choose more of the developer as opposed to the game. So just because like I don't play any of these, so I'm going to go with the developer, which I know. You know what I mean? Like like Riot, I know. I know Riot games. So I'm actually going to go Valorant. Okay. Okay. Now it is time for content creator of the year. For a streamer or content creator who has made an important and positive impact on the community. Excuse me. Whoa, Wes swallow swallowed his tongue, ladies and gentlemen. Uh. <laughs> All right. So uh, for the streamer or content creator who has made an impact. God damn it. I can't read this for nothing. For a streamer or content creator who has made an important and positive impact on the community in 2023. Be surprised how much you need your tongue to talk. You ain't lying. So the nominees are... Iron Mouse, People Make Games. I like that. Quackity. <laughs> Spreen and Cypher. I would just say Cypher PK. Cypher PK. You know, so that probably makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So. 
I think so. Uh, I, I personally, I think I'm going to go with people make games. I really want to go with Quackity just because of the name, but I'm not going to. Quackity is a fantastic name, but I'm going to go with Iron Mouse. Did I crack? Yeah, you did. Oh. I'm going to go with Iron Mouse strictly due to the, the, the thumbnail, honestly. That's a good thumbnail. It's it's great. And I shouldn't have even gotten that thing. Technically, it should have carried over from the last episode because you gave me a thing I didn't deserve, and then I never cracked for the rest of that yes, episode. You did. No, I cracked after we cut the mics off. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> All right. That's content creator of the year. Now we're getting into some juicy ones. We're getting into the stuff that we know. I'm about to say, some we... stuff we actually know a little bit about. All right. The most anticipated game. Recognizing an announced game that has demonstrably illustrated potential to push the gaming medium forward. Um, we have... <laughs> shocker. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. <sighs> we have Hades 2. Anthony's probably excited about that. We have like a dragon. We have that. like a dragon. Infinite wealth, Star Wars Outlaws, and Tekken Eight. Oh, now I'm going to be voting for these based on what I think is going to win, not what I actually think is the most. Like I, I am so excited for Star Wars Outlaws, uh, and, but I'm not going to go with. I'm actually going to go with like a dragon. Infinite wealth. Okay, I'm interested in that game too. We, you know how much shit we've seen on oh, that yeah. shit. Oh my goodness. I'm going to go like a dragon. Sorry. No. Take that back. I'm an idiot. I forgot Final Fantasy VII Rebirth was in there. I told you I'd never stray from Final Fantasy because their fan base is rabid. So Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Do they lose? Do they ever lose? Rarely. I, I just can't. I cannot. I'm not voting vote for these. I'm not voting for it. And again, I have nothing against Final Fantasy VII no, I'm or Final I, Fantasy in I general. I am tired of anything remake based. I, For the most part. Especially something that's just like remade and remade and remade and yeah. remade and like remade. Like that or like Skyrim. I, I don't, yeah, I don't need like another Skyrim. Like if they started Skyrim. doing that with like Mass Effect, yeah, I'd start having an issue. You know what I mean? We got the, I mean, we got the, legendary. the legendary, but Fine. that's all you need. You don't yeah. need anything else besides yes, that. Yes, we don't need a remake on the remake. No. We're good. Uh, me, I'm going to go with one of my favorite gaming franchises of all time, and I'm going to go with Tekken. When is the last time you played Tekken? Tag? Last year. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, play Tekken 7 on Game Pass. Look at you. All right. You a real one. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't try to don't try to act like that. <laughs> don't try to act like that. All right. Uh, the next one is best adaptation. So we are going to recognize outstanding creative work and faith that faithfully and authentically adapts the video game to another entertainment medium. So essentially video game to other mediums. Mm -hmm. uh, you have Castlevania Nocturne which is a Project 51 slash Netflix. You have Gran Turismo, which is PlayStation production slash Sony's Pictures. The Last of Us, which is PlayStation production slash HBO. The Super Mario Brothers movie, which is Illumination, Nintendo, and Universal Pictures. And then Twisted Metal, which is PlayStation produ uh, Productions and Peacock. Ah, uh, man. I, I am going to go for the one that I've watched. I haven't watched like I haven't watched Last of Us yet. I haven't watched. I haven't seen Gran Turismo. I really enjoy the Super Mario Brothers movie. It I was it it was cute. I still haven't seen it. It was cute. I would love to see it. I think this is going to come down to the Last of Us and the Super Mario Brothers movie because those two have gotten such critical acclaim everywhere. Everyone seems to have loved both of them. I'm going to go with the Super Mario Brothers movie only because I think more people have been exposed to that. Because if you don't have HBO, you can't watch The Last of Us. 
true. If you're a kid and you have a nice parent, you can watch Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> so, like, really, that's the only qualifications. And and if, yeah, <laughs> basically. So I'm going to go with Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Yeah. I hope, I hope it's, I hope it's one of those two. Last of Us would be cool, but I get it. All right. Best multiplayer for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game platform or genre. From Larian Studios, we have Baldur's Gate 3. From Blizzard, Diablo 4. From Recreate Games, Party Animals, Capcom, Street Fighter 6. And the literally brand spanking new Nintendo EPD and Nintendo Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Yep. Uh, we. I think it's going to come down to Baldur's Gate 3 and Diablo. I don't think you have to worry about Diablo. I honestly don't. It didn't get... But even if they're not good, there's the certain game games content that, still isn't. I mean, look, dude, I'm 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 currently fucking with it. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, there's just so, certain games that even if they're not as great as they should be or not as great as previous the name, ones, the name, the name, and their fucking fan base is so large, they're gonna get it anyway. But I'm gonna go Baldur's Gate three, and I did the same. Okay. I and I I honestly think Baldur's Gate three is gonna be one of those games that's gonna take a lot. I think Super Mario Brothers Wonder is just a little too new to rack up all that shit because it literally like just dropped. Yeah, but at the same time, I've also heard that it is fucking phenomenal. Well, when is the last time? I mean, Mario games almost, I'm assuming at this point, are just tough to fuck up because when is the last time a Mario game came out that just got dogged? Like, oh, this isn't what we wanted. This sucks. Hmm. Like, ever? Has it ever even happened? You got a good point. I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe. I mean, look, I'm sure it has. I mean, when you come out with like 185 games, you're bound to have a flop somewhere. Yeah, but have to. Lord knows I haven't heard it. So the best one, the best one. So the next one we have is best sports slash racing game. And you and I are going to pick this. Oh, we we had a problem with this last time. We did. Uh, I'm going to say, um, so this category is for the best traditional and non-traditional sports and racing games. My issue with this category is that they should be separate categories. Should, like, I get There's that. enough racing games out now to where you can have that as a category, and there's always been enough sports games out. The pro- the problem is, I think you're, and I on one hand, I get it. I think you're going to get pushback from the racing community because auto racing is considered a sport. So to have their own category, like, what are you not calling us a sport? Like, no, you're absolutely still a sport, but I feel like you're going to repeatedly get dicked in this category more often than not because you're lumped in with other really popular games that have no business being with you. Like FIFA is a fucking, um, not FIFA, sorry. Um, I was about to say it's not even here. Not FIFA, soccer in general. Um, is wildly popular. Wildly All right, popular. so the nominees are EA Sports FC 24 from EA Vancouver. You have F1 23, which is from Codemasters. Forza Motorsport, which is from Turn 10 Studios and Xbox Studios. Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 Turbocharge, which is from Milestone. And The Crew Motorfest from Ubisoft. Oh. I am going to... I already know mine, hands down. I'm going to go with one that I actually have downloaded. What's that? Hot Wheels. Oh, wow. I'm going to yeah. go with Hot Wheels. Yeah, no shot. I'm going to go F- I'm going to go F123. F1 has like slowly but surely become like the most popular. Well, F1 in general has become like the most popular racing game. It's going to I think it's going to be F1 or Forza. I mean, you're probably I w- right. I'm going more for what I uh, I wouldn't be remotely shocked if Forza won because F1 is a little more niche only because it is so in depth where Forza is a little bit more you can just pick up and play if you want where F1 is like there's a lot involved in that shit 
But yeah, so F1 for me. All right. Best sim slash strategy. Best game focused on real-time or turn-based simulation or strategy gameplay irrespective of platform. From way forward in Nintendo, we have Advanced Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. From Colossal Order and Paradox Interactive, you have Cities Skylines 2. Relic Entertainment and Sega Company of Heroes 3. Intelligent Systems and Nintendo Fire Emblem Engage. And Nintendo EPD and Nintendo Pikmin 4. I know people were really excited for Pikmin to come back. So I just I looked at that one just because I was, I mean, I was curious on like what Metacritic and like, you mean what the ratings were and dude, it's like everything I'm seeing is 90, like, like 96% people like the game. Nine out of 10 from IGN, 4.7 out of five from GameStop. You know what I mean? Like everything yeah. I'm seeing about this game is that it is popping. I was going to roll. I was going <clears> to <throat> go with Fire Emblem, but I th think I'm going to go Pikmin 4. Okay. I'm also going to go Pikmin 4. I am a slight bit upset with this because it is considered best sim slash strategy and it talks about a turn-based game. Why wouldn't you have Baldur's Gate in this? Baldur's Gate is turn-based. Everything about it is turn-based. It is, dude, it, you, you're yeah. straight up just regurgitating a D&D &D game, you know what I mean, into a video game format. Yeah. So, this is true. like I said, I would think that it should actually be in... You know what I mean in in this particular uh, category, but oh damn, you got get you got such a good category. Woo! And what's funny is we didn't even look up how many. Of these, we'll just be surprised. I don't know how many of these things there are, but I wonder who's going to be the lucky one that gets to do the game of the year. <laughs> oh, I didn't even look at. Who I didn't right. look either. But you got a good one here. Nice, I'll take it. So next one we have is best family for the best game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform. From uh, from Disney, we have Disney Illusion Island. Recreate games, we have Party Animals. Uh, Nintendo EPD, we have Pikmin 4. Arzest, Sonic Team, and Sega, we have the Sonic Super Superstars. And from Nintendo, we have Super Mario Brothers Wonder. H have you seen anything on the Disney Illusion Island yet? No. If you haven't, you should pull some. It's actually really cool. Like, I'm so, not picking it to win, but I like I liked the animation. I like the art style. See, I like that it's I, old I, Disney. I hate that art style. Oh, I love it. So the kids watch a handful of stuff on Disney Plus that had, I mean, because they, they they brought some of that old art style back, that, yeah. that that old Steamboat Willie almost look. And I'm like, it is it is much more of like a mature, you know what I mean, type of, um, type of like jokes and type of situations, you know what I mean, that they have in that show. And I just don't think it's proper for kids right now, but I mean, at least at least for mine with their ages. But I just... I do not like that animation style. God, I love it. Um, it's like that, like that Cuphead shit. I love it so much. I think, I think I'm going to sit with uh, Pikmin Four. I think I'm going to run with them again. I think, even though it's quite brand new, I still think Super Mario Brothers Wonder can win this category. All right. Your turn. Moving on. Best fighting. For the best game Round designed one. primarily around head-to-head -head combat, we have from uh, Modus Studios Brazil, God of Rock. Never even heard of that. From NetherRealm Studios and WB Games, Mortal Kombat 1. I'm pretty sure I've heard of that. Ludosity, Fair Play Labs, Game Mill Entertainment's Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2. From uh, Statera Studio and P-Cube, Pocket Bravery. And from Capcom Street Fighter 6, I'm going Mortal Kombat 1 with all the base. 
Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Now, one of the things I will say, I, I'm also going to go MK, but the Nickelodeon R Star All Star Brawl is dude. Isn't it like Nickelodeon Smash Brothers? Yeah, but this is the this is the so with the second one they they upped it. Like like how many people are in it? Whole fuck ton. But I mean, dude, like so. Is you it have on Rocco. Game Pass at all? Or any of these on Game Pass? Like the Nickelodeon ones? No, I don't believe so. Fuck. But dude, you, you have you have Rocco. You got Ang. Dude, I uh, see I see Garfield. I see Avatar. I yep. see. Like you said, I see Rocco. Is that April? I see. Yep, that's April. I see Cora. Yep, I see Cora. Raph. Raph. Yep. Patrick. Nigel. Is that Nigel up there? Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, man, you get a Thornberry, baby. And uh, is that Danny Phantom? Yep. That yeah, DP. Uh, for the best game designed with rich player character customization and progression, including massively multi, inc including massively multiplayer experiences. I don't know why it says massively, but. Uh, from Larian Studios, we have Baldur's Gate 3. From Squeenix, we have Final Fantasy 16. I believe that's what the Roman numeral is. Uh, from Round 8 Studios, we have Lies of P. Timothy Chalamet-looking motherfucker. Right. Sabotage Studios, we have Sea of Stars. And from Bethesda Game Studios and Bethesda Softworks, we have Starfield. We'll circle back to that a little bit right when we get to the end about the shocking well we can just talk about it right now since it's the first time it's popped up the shocking lack of nominations for starfield people were baffled i'm pretty sure starfield is only nominated for two or two. three two yeah. awards two that is crazy considering and not only that it is there was another game that got that it's got but here and here's the thing it is not up for game of the year correct correct at the same time the games that are up for game of the year I I do believe that they are most like mostly pretty much better than Starfield. Yeah, no no problem. Th that's where I'm getting at. Th when is the last time you can think of that a Bethesda game was Wasn't not nominated game for Game of the Year and had and had less than three nominations? Dude, even Thief. I'm pretty. Or it's not Thief. I'm sorry. I'm sure, Dishonored. I'm pretty sure was up for Game of the Year. Yeah, that was Arcane. Um. Uh. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Right, so no, Dis Dishonored. Dishonored was Bethesda. Yeah, but it's Arc it, yeah, but well, it's Arcane Studios. Yeah. I mean, um, it's still owned by Bethesda, but yeah. Like every every Fallout game, I'm pretty sure was up for game of the year. Deathloop, I'm pretty sure was. Deathloop absolutely was. Cuz that was another And I and I've heard far more good things about maybe it was a lack of who was in the mix last time, but I've heard a lot better things about Starfield than I have Deathloop. I I think because they're, they're, they're totally dude, different games. And that's the thing, dude, Death, Deathloop was a game that you basically run through one and done, at least from the way I've been understanding it. And then, like, like there wasn't that much, like, endgame. Like, I mean, you had, like, a multiplayer part in it, but, like, in Starfield, you have a fuck ton of endgame because, again, you have space. As much you as, have fucking space. As much as I love Bethesda and always want them to do well, and I want to vote for Starfield just because they're not fucking up for anything, I'm going to go Baldur's Gate 3. So on this, I, sh one, I should go Final Fantasy if I'm sticking to my old rule. Of, I was about if, to say, you, Final yeah, Fantasy you just had a rule and you just said fuck it. So I feel like my rule at this point is with Final Fantasy VII because it's everyone's fucking <laughs> favorite. Like, there's no way that inevitably when we get to like Final Fantasy sixty-two that it's still gonna win. But we'll see. All right, but so I'm, gonna go, I'm, gonna uh, go I'm actually gonna go with Sea of Stars. Okay, I've been hearing a lot of really good things about that game. It is on Game Pass. I just haven't had a chance to fuck with it. But yeah, man, I I've, I've heard some good stuff, so I'm not gonna be uh I'm not gonna be mad at that. 
Now this next one, yeah, you have one a of great, the most. You have a great. I have a great one, and also one of, if not the hardest, most impossible ones to call. So tough. Best action adventure for the best action adventure game, combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. From Remedy Entertainment, Epic Games, Alan Wake Two. From Insomniac mm-hmm. Games and SIE, Marvel Spider Man Two. Capcom's Resident Evil Four. Respawn Entertainment, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and Nintendo EPD, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Jesus Christ. How the hell do you fucking pick this category? How does this work? So this is the way I'm going to look at this category. Resident Evil's out. I I think Alan Wake's out too. I don't know how much traversal is in there. Alan Alan Wake is one of those games that... Dude, you got to remember, we had the first Alan Wake game, and And then we had... forever. (laughs) And then we had Control, which Which gave us us a little taste of what another Alan Wake game could be. And then now we actually have Alan Wake 2. So because of what we got from Control and because of how well that did from the Game Awards, I, I would sit here and think that Alan Wake 2 is... Is much more in the running. I like personally. I'm putting it in between Alan Wake 2's uh, Spider-Man and um, Tears of the Kingdom. As much as Jedi Survivor, I'm hearing is a great game. I haven't heard enough. I can't stop finding things about well, here- Spider-Man. I'm still, I'm still getting things in my algorithm for Tears of the Kingdom. I haven't played that game in like fucking four months. Yeah. So look, Resident Evil is too new. Um, but it's a remake. It's how, how does that stop anything? I know, but I mean, <laughs> I mean like, I'm, I mean, that's why I said like I can't run with it to, to start with. Yeah, Jedi Survivor is very good. Spider Man Two is very good. Tears of the Kingdom was very good. Um, I'm like- gonna go, I'm gonna go Spider Man Two because it's not so new that people haven't had a chance to play it, but it's new enough that it's still on everybody's mind. Not to mention how much it sold broke like every goddamn record they had. <laughs> For, like, the quickest... Tears of the Kingdom did the same thing, though. Tears of the Kingdom broke a fuck ton of records for Nintendo. And this isn't necessarily... It. Oh, no, because technically I could say the same thing about Spider-Man 2. I mean, they're and, both and I, and I could say the same thing about Jedi Survivor. What I was going to say was Mar- Spider-Man 2, Tears of the Kingdom, very, very good. Not drastically different from their previous game. Okay, Tears of the Kingdom. That's not what they're asking for here. Not, I'm just, I'm, I, I get that. I'm just saying, like, it. I mean, I would sit here and say that when it comes down to like, a, like I haven't played Spider-Man Two yet, but when it comes to like a straight up continuation of what you were doing from with the previous game. Bless you. Damn. Damn. Sorry. You know, what? I'm going Spider-Man Two. You going Spider-Man Two? I'm going Spider-Man Two. Ah. I mean, things that just seem more stream. Like I just, I, I feel like uh, Legend of Zelda just did a better job. And again, I mean, that's the only game that I played. But you I mean that's, that's not the only game that I will be playing. Yeah, and you know in what? This list. You know another reason I'm going Marvel Spider Man too. I'd have to look back, but I'm pretty sure this tracks. Nintendo games just don't win, unless they're in like the family category and shit like yeah. that. They just don't win. That's a tough category, though. Bravo. Because all bangers, all oh, yeah. bangers, like not knocking Alan Wake Two or Resident Evil Four. No, like and, and, and like I said, Alan Wake Two is supposed to be you know what I mean I mean that's supposed to be that game that makes people like 
Oh, you, you make, make people stand back with the with the like suspense style of game. You know what I mean? They definitely lean into the adventure part of the of the uh, action adventure for this. Indeed. Uh, best action game. So we have the best game in the action genre focused primarily on combat. We have from 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 software and Bandai Namco. It is Armored Core Six Fires of Rubicon. We have Dead Island Two from Dam Buster Studios and Deep uh, Silver. We have Ghost Runner Two from One More Level Five Hundred Five Games, Hi Fi Rush, which is Tango Game Work and Bethesda, and then Remnant Two, which is Gunfire Games Gearbox. Remnant Two, please. Did you did, have you played that yet? No. Remember, bro, I finished games. You know what I'm saying <laughs> you'll play it before I do. Maybe. Um. I feel like I feel like High Five Rush. Like, like I'm, I, I, I'm going to vote for High Five Rush, and my reason for voting for it is because <clears throat> when it did hit the scene, nobody was doing things like that. Yeah. Nobody had nobody had a game that was a even essentially a music based game that like you had a mecha- like like the dude's mechanical arm and having like mm-hmm. the way everything moves with the beat like I just think that that one definitely I I think translated better. Oh, next category is perfect for me. Um, oh yeah, that one sits but, right in your wheelhouse. Hold on, what were we just talking about? Oh, as far as Remnant Two goes. I will hold off on that since it's three player co-op. I'll hold off on that as long as you and Ant can, because I'm pretty sure that's a game that will end up on game pass at some point. I think cause remnant did, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Remnant definitely did. I think remnant will eventually get there and no then problem. we'll all be able to run that. Uh, okay. So we have best VR slash AR for the best game experience playable in virtual or augmented reality, irrespective of platform. Um, from Sony Interactive, we have Gran Turismo 7. From Guerrilla Games, we have Horizon Call of the Mountain. The LTD, Humanity. From Capcom, Resident Evil Village VR mode. And from End Dreams, Synapse. Oh, shit. So, for me, my brain is going to go either Gran Turismo, Horizon, or Resident Evil. Yeah, so I'm leaving. I'm leaving GT7 out of it. Really? Yeah. You figure a game that you want to be immersed in, like a They're game, very, like very a racing game, is very easily to lose yourself into it. Indeed. Now, here's the thing, though: the number one issue, if people are going to have them with v- with anything VR, mm-hmm. is um, motion sickness, and it is never more prevalent than when you're doing a racing game. I can understand this. So that's the only thing that may be a drawback there. Um, Resident Evil is wild. Wild as shit in, in VR. Especially the new like VR 2. Mm-hmm. Because now that like you wear the thing so it actually like tracks how your hands move and stuff. <laughs> so like you had to it's it's the closest I've ever come to to an actual simulation. Like you need to remember where on your body your guns are to grab the right one at the right time. Like you have to reach Got back it. 
to grab your got shoddy. It. You got to remember that your knife's over here and your gun's over here. You got to remember where your ammo is because you got to pull it out. You have to do everything to Damn. like reload the gun. It's cool as shit. When you get it down, it's fun in the beginning when you're still pulling out the wrong shit. It's mm-hmm. a little rough, but um, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go with Resident Evil. I'm going to go with Resident Evil. Wouldn't shock me if it was Horizon. But yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go Resident Evil. All right. We're both doing the same thing. Okay. Yeah. hundred percent Resident Evil. Fat and youth. All right. Next one is best mobile game. Uh, this is the best game playable on a mobile device. We have Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis from Square Enix. Might as well just mark me down. Uh, yep. I will. Uh, Hello Kitty Island Adventure from Sunblink Entertainment. <clears throat> Hunkai Star Rail from Hoyoverse. Monster Hunter Now from Niantic and or Niantic and Capcom. And then Terra Nil from uh, Free Lives and Netflix. It's probably between FF Honkai and Monster Hunter, but I literally just said I'm not turning. I'm not going against Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Anything. So Final Fantasy VII it is. I'm gonna run with Monster Hunter because Niantic is they kill it. You know what I mean? They kill it with the mobile game. They really do. I want it to be Hello Kitty so fucking bad, <laughs> just so I could say that Hello Kitty beat out Final Fantasy in something. I want that so right? much. It's not right? gonna, not gonna happen. <laughs> All right, best de- best debut indie game for the best debut created by a new independent studio from Geometric Interactive Cocoon, Black Salt Games. We have Dredge, Tour de Pizza. We have Pizza Tower, which looks fucking fantastic. Just the artwork in general. Hmm. Uh, Visai Games. We have Venba. And from Sad Owl Studios, we have Viewfinder. Cocoon. So, I'm actually going to pick a game that I am currently playing. You're playing Dredge, aren't you? No. Oh, what are you playing? I'm playing Cocoon. Oh, that's what I just said. Yeah. I said I'm going Cocoon. Yeah, yeah, you like it? It's interesting. They, I haven't gotten a single lick of what a story of what the story is in the game at all. I don't understand what the hell the story is, but... It seems like an interesting game to just to fuck around. Like it, it feels very much like a uh, like a Portal Two style ish. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's where like you you need to get get to the next level of things. So you need to keep on just like like there's a ball that you need to keep on like grabbing and then putting in one spot. You need to go onto this thing, go on like wrap around and like Got your it. wings come down. And when they come down, you're able to uh, like activate things. So next one we have is the best indie game. Just so this is just the best indie game, period, not debut indie game. Uh, <clears throat> so we have from Annapurna Interactive and Geometric Interactive, Cocoon. From Mint Rocket, Dave the Diver. <laughs> from Black Salt Games slash Team 17, we have Dredge. Sabotage Studios has Sea of Stars. And Sad Owl Studios is Viewfinder. Can we talk about Dave the Diver for a second? He's a big boy. He is a big boy. That's a big diver. I, I I don't know why he has them weights on his belt. I don't think he needs them. I don't think so. That'd be a hell, uh-huh. of, that'd be a hell of a rescue mission. Uh-huh. It's funny. Looking at Dredge, for some reason, it just makes me think of, like, have you seen the Aquaman movie? The Jason Momoa's? No. So the, so in the first one, um, you know what I mean? You deal with some, like, some, like, the fuck did you do? I haven't moved. I don't have a clue what that was, but I heard something. Yeah. Uh. Oh, you know what? 
you deal with like like some like uh some like deep sea some deep sea nasties and you know what I mean some like like that fucked up looking sailfish kind of looks like that. I'm I'm going cocoon again. Yeah, I'm doing the same. All right. Moving right along. Best community support. Recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness. Uh, inclusive of social media activity and game updates and patches. Larian Studios Baldur's Gate 3. CD Projekt Red's Cyberpunk 2077. Bungie's Destiny 2. Squeenix. Jesus, Squeenix again. Final I love how I have you saying Squeenix. Fucking Final Fantasy 14. And No Man's Sky from Hello Games. Now this is where I'm conflicted because how many times can No Man's Sky win for like best like for fixing shit? Basically, which is basically what best community support is listening to what people want done and doing it, being transparent about what's going wrong, what's going right, getting your shit out, patches, all Into that which, shit. I mean, look, Cyberpunk definitely, definitely. That's what, that's what I mean. They went in, and what, what I'm saying is, No Man's Sky didn't No Man's Sky already win a category like this? I mean, they won a category that was essentially comeback of the year. Not necessarily community support, but... Um, yeah, but they won comeback of the year for their community support, for going in and fixing their game the way that the people wanted and being transparent about it. But yeah. um, I'm going to go with Cyberpunk because that game was ass when it came out. That game was broke as fuck when it came out. I am going to actually go Destiny 2. My reason for that is uh, Lance Riddick. So after we lost Lance Riddick, um, he is Zavala in Destiny 2. Actually, Destiny 1 as well. And the support within the community and being, I mean, like, how everybody was showing their support for his family. And, you know what I mean, and just, and honoring what, you mean, what his contribution to gaming was, especially in Destiny. I loved, I loved seeing the way that the community just surrounded you know what i mean everybody was there for each other and, and i i i just really really enjoyed it i thought it was fantastic all right so all right next one we have is the best ongoing mm-hmm. all right so the best ongoing is awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player's experience over time from respawn we have apex legends from CD Projekt Red, we have Cyberpunk 2077. Square Enix gives us Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, Epic Games gives us Fortnite. And Hoyoverse gives us Genshin Impact. I am going Genshin Impact. I, it wouldn't shock me if a, a game like Fortnite won. I, won. I, will never, I will never vote for Fortnite in anything ever. Um, not necessarily because I have a problem with the game, but I think Fortnite streamers are some of the most annoying people on the planet. Oh, it can be extremely toxic. Oh my god, I don't even care about that. like they're just they're just annoying, loud, yappy little <laughs> motherfuckers. I'm not gonna go look. I'm not one of those people that's gonna like all or not like they're not all bad. But, so you said you're going Genshin, yeah. And I know this has absolutely nothing to do with their streamers, but yeah, but it's still their game. I cannot. So fucking, I, so, I so I get what you're saying. I um, can't stand them. I'm actually going to go with your rule. So I'm going to go Final Fantasy 14. Okay. All right. Games for impact. For a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. Oh, look away. Some people are going to like this. They can go fuck themselves. Uh, 
from it looks like Mojiken Studios, uh, a space for the Unbound, Run Disc and Focus Entertainment, Chance of Sonar. From I'm assuming that's co-op. co-op. Goodbye Volcano High. I've heard a lot about that one. As, I remember as, when that I, I remember the um one of the showcases. You, you mean like I I think when E3 was still valid, um we saw something from Goodbye uh, Volcano High. From Awaseb, Kepler Interactive. We ha- have we figured out how to say this one yet? Is it Chia? Is it Shia? Is it Tachia? I'm gonna say Tachia. I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna say Chia. Okay. To you, the T is silent. I get it. Free uh, from Free Lives and Devolver Digital, we have Terra Nil, and from Visai Games again, we have Venba. Uh ooh, shit. I think I'm gonna Chia. Same. It was going to be goodbye, Volcano High, but cha-cha-cha-cha. All right, next one we have is innovation of accessibility. So recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. So, yeah, just making sure that gaming is for everyone. Mm-hmm. So I'm 100% down with this. Blizzard Entertainment gives us Diablo 4. Turn 10 Studios gives us Forza uh, Motorsport. We have Hi-Fi Rush from Tango Gamework Bethesda. Uh, Insomniac Games SIE gives us Mar- Marvel's Spider-Man 2. NetherRealm, we have Mortal Kombat 1. And Capcom, we have Street Fighter 6. You're never not going to see fighting games on this. Because one of the because fighting games, no matter how toxic that particular world can be within gaming, they are always accessible they because dude most fighting games are what it's a you mean back in the day it was three buttons right yeah yeah it's three buttons and a fucking joystick and guess what most of the accessibility things now for people who have disabilities or issues with using their arms or something are three buttons and a fucking joystick you know what i mean it's like you're keeping to the i mean basically keeping to the original shit because it basically just works out so Fair. I will never I will never sit here and say that you know what I mean those games aren't valid for innovation. At the same time, I also just I, I want to see new new blood in this, you know what I mean, in this. So I'm gonna go high fi rush just for that. I'm gonna go Spider Man too. All right. Moving on. Ooh, I like this one. We have best performance. Awarded to an individual for voiceover, acting, motion, and or performance capture. From Final Fantasy 16, Ben Starr. From Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Cameron Monaghan. Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, Idris Elba. Alan Wake's... Uh, Alan Wake's... Alan Wake 2, Melanie Liburd? Liburd? Liburd, I think. Liburd, I believe. Neil Newbin from Baldur's Gate 3. And Yuri Lowenthal from Marvel <laughs> Spider-Man 2. God, how could I ever Is go against me, Idris Elba? Does Yuri Lowenthal look like a just slightly aged, more version of Chris Hardwick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. Like for real, he does. He does. Uh, I'm. Oh fuck. Oh man, Cameron Monaghan's so good though. But Idris Elba has actually been named sexiest man alive. The fuck does that have to do with anything? Best performance. People love Idris Elba. Yeah, but it's fucking voiceover. It's, I don't know how he fucking looks. It's his fucking okay, voice. Dude, he wasn't, vo- his, he wasn't, voted, wasn't voted fucking sexiest voice alive. But I'm, his voice is fucking insane. Oh, his yeah. voice is fucking incredible. 
Uh, but I'm going Cameron Monaghan. I'm going to go Yuri Lowenthal. So best audio design is going to recognize the best in-game audio and sound design. Now you're going to have me contradict myself on this one, but I'll explain. I'll explain why. From Remedy Entertainment and Epic Games, we have Alan Wake Two. From uh, Motive Studio, EA, Dead Space, Tango Gameworks gave us Hi-Fi Rush, Insomniac Games is Marvel Spider-Man 2, and Capcom is Resident Evil 4. This one, this particular category, I do not care if it is a remake, because that is where you can make a remake shine. Well, I'm going Dead Space either way. And that's exactly why. Yeah. Dead Space already had some suspenseful fucking terrifying ass music to begin with and now you know what i mean now it's even more so because everything is up to 11 because of the way that uh modern technology is so yeah i am 100 percent going dead space all right now to the category of one of the things that really brings games alive makes them come alive best score and music for outstanding music inclusive of score original song and or licensed soundtrack uh, so we have uh, composer uh, Petri Alanko for Alan Wake 2, Borislav Slavov for Baldur's Gate 3, Masayoshi Sokin for Final Fantasy 16. Uh, where am I at? Uh, uh, Shuichi Kobori for Hi Fi Rush, and uh, the Nintendo Sound Team for Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I want to go Tears of the Kingdom, but fuck, dude, music in Final Fantasy is bad, bro. And I mean that in a good way. Yeah, I've heard a lot it's about bad, that. bad, dude. I've heard it's fucking phenomenal. It's been so long, believe it or not, since I've played Tears of the Kingdom. I don't quite remember, but I do know I, I multiple music times was I was like, man, the music is great. Dude, they hit... I'm going to go Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. So you can just hit they me. They hit with. certain spots with, you know I mean, with like, 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 like all the teardrop stuff. Like the way they did that and the way like the music crescendoed it. Like they did a really good job. I personally am going for a Hi-Fi Rush because I've been running on the fact of it being a fresh game with a fresh style and a fresh sound. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to fall off on that yet. Well, we're about to find out if people give a shit. <laughs> yeah, you can talk gamey, bro. All right, next one we have is, yeah. Oh, shit, I fucking wrote that in the wrong spot. Yeah. Uh, best art direction. So, best art direction we have for outstanding creative and or technical achievement in the artistic design and animation. Alan Wake 2 from Remedy. Tango Gameworks, Hi-Fi Rush. Round 8 Studios, Lives, Lies of P. Nintendo EPD, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. And also Nintendo EPD, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Todd K. Tears of the Kingdom is definitely, that's definitely a good pick. Art direction. See, this one's kind of hard. I mean, because I, I do love. Oh, my goodness. This next category is the easiest one for me of this whole fucking thing. You know some I'm going to run with you on this one because I actually did really, really enjoy the way the game was. Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. All right, give it to us. What do we got next? Best narrative for Ooh. outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. Remedy Entertainment's Alan Wake 2. Larian Studios' Baldur's Gate 3. CD Projekt Red, Cyberpunk 2077. Squeenix, Final Fantasy 16. And Insomniac Games, Marvel Spider-Man 2. Give me Marvel Spider-Man 2 with all the bass in my voice, please. 
ten toes down. <laughs> the the story in that game is fucking outstanding. I believe it. I've also again, I have not heard a single bad thing about Remember Gate remember Three. last week how I said I was surprised because we got those renderings of the characters and you know, I was like, Oh, cool, we're gonna be seeing them and then there were other ones that I didn't know were gonna be in yeah. the game. That's just happened like six more times. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? All right. So my last one that I'm going to be talking about is best game direction. And this one is awarded for outstanding creative Bro. vision and innovation in game direction. Bro, and design. You, don't, you don't even want to give your pick for best narrative or what? Oh, I didn't get my pick. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, Boulders get three. Sorry. Okay. There you go. Now, best game direction awarded for outstanding outstanding. Awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. So we have Remedy Entertainment, Epic Games is Alan Wake 2, Larian Studios is Boulders Gate 3, Insomniac Games, Spider-Man 2, uh, <clears throat> Nintendo EPD, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and also from Nintendo EPD, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Spider-Man 2, please. Okay. I feel like all of these big ones are going to come down to Spider-Man 2 and Baldur's Gate. <laughs> I feel like one of them are going to win. Probably. T-O-T-K May. Uh, game direction, though, I am 100% going Tears of the Kingdom. Because being able to go in the past, what you're doing in the past is directly influencing what's happening with you in the current moment. Like, like dude, there are mm -hmm. so many things they did in the, with the direction in that game. Yeah. Like, everything with the dragons and... Ganondorf, like, dude, all of that was just, the direction on that was just so great. All right. It's time for the big boy. It's time for the one that everyone's showing up for. Hang on. I want to get, the, I want to get proper fanfare. Game of the year. <laughs> Recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. Here we go, baby. This is a from Remedy Entertainment. From Remedy Entertainment, Alan Wake Two. From Larian Studios, Baldur's Gate Three. From Insomniac Games, Spider Man Two. Capcom's Resident Evil Four. Nintendo's Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Nintendo again with Tears of the Kingdom. I think we can both probably safely say that Resident Evil Four is out. Yep. And Super Mario Bros. Wonder is out probably just for being too new. Yes. So I think we're going to be down to Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, and Tears of the Kingdom. I am between BG3, Spider-Man, and Tears of the Kingdom, and I'm stuck. Alan Wake 2, from what I've heard of the game, I mean, being as good as it is, I haven't heard. I mean, it hasn't held. Like, like Game that. of the Year buzz. Like, yeah. Baldur's Gate 3 has been holding all of this stuff since August. Larian is fantastic. Larian, Larian is, Studios is Dude, fantastic. they're doing such a great job, man. I, and look, dude, we knew that from beforehand with playing the Divinity games. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, I mean, we knew about uh, Larian Studios, so, and I cannot wait, because we are supposed to get something before 2024 on Xbox for Baldur's Gate 3. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to be getting something, so I'm, and that, dude, that, that's fucking four-player, too, four-player multiplayer. Yeah. It's, that game is going to consume my life when it comes out. <sighs> Man. This is a tough I've one. Only Believe it or not, one. it's actually down to Spider-Man 2. And Tears of the King. Oh, no, it's still down to those three. Fuck me. So Baldur's Gate 3 makes probably, like, it makes a lot of sense because of what 
of what it gave us. Like nobody was expecting a turn-based style, you mean TTRPG to like actually hit like this. Cuz there aren't there aren't that many turn-based games that come up for game of the year. At the same time there's also not a lot of games that you can have sex with a bear. So there's that. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing. There's not a lot of games that you can punt a squirrel into a tree and just make it explode. So, I mean, there's that. Again, I've heard great things about uh, Spider-Man 2, but I have... I want so bad for it to be Spider-Man 2 or Tears of the Kingdom. I don't think it's going to be Spider-Man 2. I honestly don't. I think it's going to be in between Tears of the Kingdom and Baldur's Gate 3. I really do. And so which again, I'm gonna go, Nintendo I'm gonna go. winning n- Nintendo winning a game of the year? Yeah. That's a tough one. Because Breath of the Wild didn't win, right? I don't even know if Breath of the Wild was nominated. I'll look. I'm, I'm pretty I'm sure gonna, it was nominated. I I'm just gonna, don't think it was. I'm going to go Tears of the Kingdom. I man, this fucking sucks. It's look, it's a good problem to have because you know, I mean, I know the value of a lot of these games, and you mean why they're sitting in this category. Um, I think, I think I'm gonna have to go Baldur's Gate three though, just because I feel like it, like that completely took everybody by storm, and it took everybody by storm with only being on PlayStation and um, and PC. Granted. Tears of the Kingdom is an exclusive for Nintendo. I understand that. But all Tears of the Kingdom did was just build upon what was already great with Breath of the Wild. There wasn't anything they really did in there that, like, really screamed to you that, like, you know what I mean? It was really innovative. Baldur's Baldur's Gate 3, I feel, I feel like had, has more innovative um, things within it, and plus the way that you can completely change how the story goes. I also think that, you mean I think Baldur's Gate three is going to win that. Um, yeah, I'm still gonna I'm gonna stick with. Ooh, in 2017, Breath of the Wild won Game of the Year. Okay. How crazy would that be? You come out with this with this sequel to Breath of the Wild, and you win Game of the fucking Year again. How cool yeah, that would that shit be? Would be wild. That would I mean, look, cool. it would it would make a hundred percent sense, and, and like I said, deservingly so because and that did, game was amazing. And think about how crazy this is because you look at the most popular things for Nintendo; they're going to be Mario, they're going to be Zelda and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Zelda's just because of the style and the type of game it is is probably only unless they come out with a new IP is probably only going to be the ever the chance they have to win Game of the Year, right? Like a Mario game's never going to win Game of the Year, you think? They would have to flip they would have to flip that style of game on its head in order to be able to win that. I just feel like there's so many of them now. It's I feel like the best chance they probably would have had, and I would have to look to see if it win would one would have been Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah. I can understand that. I know that one didn't win, but just because of the But I but I do was, what it, you're was it nominated, you think? It was uh, nominated uh, for a handful of handful of awards. I know that. But yeah. All right, so that is our picks for the game awards. Uh, I do apologize to everybody for we are not going to do news. We are not going to do what are we playing. Um, yeah, we're recording this kind of in a little bit of a rush because I I have family things that I need to get done. So and Andy has school that he needs to get done. Yeah. 
So let's let Anthony take us out, and then we'll talk with y'all in a minute. Glorious. It's a, it's a <laughs> glorious day today, and it's Saturday, and we're going to connect with CGC. You can find us at consolegamingcrew.com. You can find us at our email, which is consolegamingcrew at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle, by the way, is at consolecrew. YouTube and Instagram are both consolegamingcrew. If you check us out, check out Boss Rush Network, which is bossrush.net. Great place. There's lots of things you can find there aside from us. Great people. By the way, Twitch should be returning at some point. It is CGC Podcast. We have co-op Mondays, and we're going to do something fancy for Fridays. I don't know yet. But that's where you can find us. And I hope you all have a wonderful day. Can never go wrong with that voice. (laughs) Certainly cannot. For some reason, that space. Great place. Like, like, give me the space behind great place. It's like, wow. Like, why? He sounds like a character from Fable. (laughs) He really does. All right, y'all. So, until next time, we're going to go ahead and let y'all know to please stay safe, wash your hands, have a fantastic Thanksgiving, or, I mean, if you celebrate, um, we you, you ain't gonna hear from us till after the after the fact on that. So, um, yeah, man, stay safe, wash your hands, do what you gotta do to feel good because y'all know I want you to feel good and play them damn games. And as always, y'all, game on, baby, game on, y'all. Peace. Woo. Uh uh. uh.